0: there this is the light fm's girl talk podcast my name's carol this is alicia i'm trisha and we are so glad you are here and we are so glad trisha is Yay! here she is back from so her trip excited to, see you today. to india we missed you so much
1: mm-hmm. I missed you all, too.
0: And because um, so many of our Girl Talk girlfriends were a part of your trip, we wanted to just kind of give a little update um, because we talked a lot about fear right before you left. And Mm -hmm. we wanted to kind of update everybody and see how things went. And so, take it away.
1: Well, let me first say thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, and thank you some more (laughs) for the prayers Mm -hmm. and the support. I felt every prayer. I'm, I'm confident of it. Yes, it is amazing. I feel that. I felt such love and, and such peace and such support by people. Yeah. And as it sort of marched toward the day that we actually got on the airplane flight, I, I found myself being a little tense, a little short. You know, mm. it was sort of right on the edge of, <laughs> of anxiety. But still, it was okay. And as we got closer and closer to the airport... I started to feel better and better. Wow. wow. We parked at the airport. We take the shuttle in and we're Ugh. walking to our gate. And I can feel those prayers. Mm. Wow. I can truly feel those prayers. And the moment that I was probably most dreading was getting on that first airplane, sitting down in the seat, buckling the seatbelt. Mm-hmm. Because that's sometimes what I've been... Um, fighting that feeling of being closed in, right? When the door, can't door can't closes, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was none of that. That's awesome. <laughs> there was it. none of it. I, I just I'm I'm so grateful and I'm praising God mm-hmm. and thanking you for your prayers and He answered them because as I sat down, I thought to myself, I feel better than i felt in weeks. That's awesome.
2: Better that than awesome. I That's felt. So great. Well, and I remember you saying you were praying like when it got to be just a couple days before, you're like, I'm praying for complete healing. Yes. Not just for this trip, but complete healing. And I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna start praying for that. Yeah. That's so specific and great. And I. I feel like that's what happened. It really did. It really did because if you think about it, I ended up having to take eight flights, eight
1: different flights. I was in the <laughs> air for forty three hours in the air. That doesn't even
2: include the airport. I mean, think about how many days forty three hours is. Yeah. And, like, was yeah. A time. yeah, and there was such peace. That's a lot of time. Yeah, there
1: was such peace. At one point, I sat down, and I was praying, and I was reading over verses, and mm. I and I was listening to my music. I was doing all the things that we talked about, yeah. and I could envision Jesus looking down mm. and this warm, yellow, gold light mm. coming, emanating. And, and then at that point, I was listening to the song, Voice of Truth, oh, from yeah. Casting Crowns, yeah. and it says, Jesus singing over me. And um. I said, that's it. He's singing over me. Yeah. That mm-hmm. was that light, um. and it just felt so peaceful and so loving and I and I never fought the anxiety that I so feared and I'm just really grateful um and it, it was like a complete healing because the last few flights nothing you know just mm-hmm. get in there the same way that I walk into the office or go into my house yeah the level of anxiety was not there and
0: that is a healing mm-hmm. yeah. that is a a miraculous healing. I even asked you this morning if you even enjoyed the flight because that's yeah. when I started praying. Like right before you left, like we were, we were texting back and forth. Yes. And, and I said, um, I said, you know what? I'm going to pray for her to actually enjoy the flight. <laughs> like, And so I asked her this morning, I asked you this morning, yeah. I'm like, did you enjoy the flight? And you're like, I kind of did. Yeah. yeah. There, were,
1: there were several moments of enjoyment
0: on the flight. Yes, yes, there were. Yes, there were. So I'm so grateful for
1: girlfriends who love and pray yeah. and support that mm-hmm. really. So, you know, well, there's nothing
2: quite like that. I think it. that it's great that you opened up about being yeah. afraid to fly because sometimes we don't want to share our fears. And the fact that you did that, you were able to let us pray for you, and and you opened it up wide with all the listeners, and and I know we got messages through Facebook Mm -hmm. and some emails and texts saying that they were praying for you, so... I would just encourage you, if you're listening and you're afraid of something, to to share it with, even if it's just one person. Yeah. Share it and ask them to pray for you. Because then it becomes your victory as well, right? Yeah, I yeah. know. I'm so yeah. excited for you. We've been following your whole trip. And I was like, oh, my gosh, Trisha's doing so well.
0: It is so interesting that you should mention that because I sent you gals an email that we got this week from a gal mm-hmm. who listened to the Girl Talk yes. podcast. And she said, "I she, she actually said these words in the email. She said, I've never been one to tell anybody my problems. hmm and she opened up about something and we've been praying for her. Yep. And yes. so I think it just is such a powerful thing that you just said when mm-hmm. you, you know, if you're struggling with something, tell somebody. Mm-hmm. Because it, then it opens up the door for you to be ministered to through mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. and for you to see mm-hmm. victories yeah. happen. Mm-hmm. Shared victory. And then you'll be
2: able to share it like Trisha's doing now. You can share your victory and help someone else. So it's not like you just have to be this person that's taking everything. You'll one day be able to, through your story... Yep. To help somebody else, so our true. scars give us
0: purpose. That's exactly mm. right. Exactly That's right. Good. Now, uh, another thing that I want to talk about today is the whole reason that you went to India. Yeah. yeah. Um. A couple years ago, we had a tremendous burden on our hearts here to do something about um, human trafficking, because it is running rampant mm. here in the United States, all around the world, and so we were connected with a group called India Partners. And um Trisha went this week to spend some time in Mumbai and in um, in that area, the red light district, to see firsthand what it was like mm-hmm. and to see. Well, I'll just ask you what kind of. What kind of m- different viewpoint do you have now of that issue? I, I'm so glad you you're giving me an opportunity to talk about it because it's it's
1: heavy on my heart, first of all. In that society, women are are devalued. Mm-hmm. In fact, um, in part of the culture, women are actually considered cursed. And
2: so... Just in general. In general. Women are
1: cursed. Of, of any strata, of any mm. caste in their, their, their caste system, mm-hmm. you know, they have this caste system. They have to register their caste with the government, and they're not able to leave that cast. They're not able to get a job or any anything that goes above and beyond mm. their cast. So they're they're locked into this particular strata. But I was shocked at what it felt like to be in that scenario to have people kind of push you around and not listen to you. And I had to ask for things like three times more than any of the males that were with mm. us. Just even in you know restaurant or mm. something like that. It's it's it was fascinating. And so I think about what the women undergo on a daily basis there and it it does affect my heart. So I went there and I I wasn't sure really what to expect. I've seen pictures and I'd heard stories. Um but I think on some level I still thought maybe my life was different than them and mm-hmm, I'm different mm-hmm. than them on some way mm. and when I went into that area and we walked through the, what's considered the red light district and we walked through with some of the workers from india partners who know these women mm-hmm. who who minister to them who give them vaccinations who give them house plants mm-hmm. who love on them and pray for them so they're they're very happy to see us come mm-hmm, through mm-hmm. and i looked into the faces of these women and i was absolutely struck with the fact that they are just like me mm-hmm. there is no different from them to me mm-hmm. and they're they're we, you know, we looked at each other like one woman to another woman. And, I, you know, I had something on my dress and somebody helped me, you know, take care oh, of my yeah. dress. <laughs> you know? And right. then another lady asked me to pray for her headache. Mm, and it, it was just women relating. Mm-hmm. It was like girl talk, yeah. women relating to women. And, and they were precious and they were beautiful. And I could see in their eyes this sense of hope. And even so, as we walked through, there were little um like rooms off of this street and I caught a glimpse at least in one of the rooms and you could see like a dirty mattress Mm. and it just reminded me wow what they have to undergo Mm -hmm. and many times they had no idea they're they're tricked into being in this position Mm. they they were sold by a relative what Mm. happens is these These people in remote areas, very poor areas, they don't have a sense of hope they don't have they don't have um any way of getting out of mm-hmm. their situation and then someone will come in with not great motives and they'll say, "Hey, you know your daughter over there? I can get her a new life. Mm. I can get her a job in the city where she's cleaning houses and she's going to have a a future and a hope and the parents are like, "Oh, well, I want my daughter to have a future mm-hmm. and a hope and so they Trusting, give mm. their daughter to this person who then sells her. Do they to know this trade? Do, no,
2: they don't know. Late, later, do they ever find out? I don't think so, because there's not a lot of back and mm-hmm. forth. So they mm-hmm. just think they've sent their daughter yeah. off to a better to place. a better
0: life, to a big city to get a good job and to. But the reality succeed.
1: is, she's she's enslaved. She's, she's now, and she can't get out of it because the way they work the money, they they are paid. But they're never paid enough to pay their way out mm-hmm. because they have an owner. And it's, it's, it's a terrible, horrible slave system. And they can't get out of it. And what then happens is they have children because of the lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the children have nowhere to go. They have no possibility of education. They literally play in the street with sticks because they have nowhere to go. And their, mm. their mom can't leave. Mm -hmm. and and this is and so of course they have no hope and so then they look and they say well my future is what my mother does oh my goodness and that's how it 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 propagates and that's why india partners is coming in and, and and they're stopping that and they're taking these kids out and giving them education and telling them about the
2: love of jesus christ and and it is it's stopping that cycle so how did you feel like just you sharing your story right now you say you know They're they're no different than us, right? It's just their circumstance of where they are in that system. They they're kind of locked in. How did it make you feel that you were visiting there and you felt like they were just like you, but you got to go home? Well,
1: you know, you have a tremendous amount of guilt. Like, why do I get to be so lucky? That's what I'm thinking as you're telling the story. Oh yeah, It, it it weighs heavy on you. And you think, why do I get to go and stay in, you know, the hotel while they mm-hmm. stay there on that dirty mattress? Mm-hmm. And it and it does break your heart. And um, so, you know, what do you do with guilt? Well, I think you just see what it is that you can do to help in that situation. And that is trying to um, tell them about the love of Jesus mm-hmm. Christ and pray for them and do mm-hmm. whatever I can do to help stop that cycle.
0: Yeah. And uh, I remember... I don't remember if it was last year or year before when we talked about the children hiding under the bed while mm-hmm. the mom was... They have nowhere to go. Yeah, there's nowhere to go. But <laughs> but, God but God brings people like India Partners mm-hmm. along. And you also got to witness um, what India Partners, as they go in and build relationships with these women and say, okay, we have a safe place. We can take mm-hmm. your child. Mm-hmm. And so they, they they take the children from there and tell us what you saw at these safe houses that we've had a part of helping. Um, one, we helped build, a mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. We yes. helped build. And and then the other, we helped to, um, we, we made sure that the kids could stay there. Yes. So right. tell us what that was like.
1: Well, so j- just to paint the background of that, the reason is when they bring children into these rescue houses, it's not just for a year or two years. They're committing to help them through, getting into like college. Mm-hmm. wow! I mean, they are not just, it's not like a quick, yeah, hey, here you go. Good luck for the rest of your life. They see them through. So the continued support is helping continue this path of transformation, both on a spiritual level, but also economically. So what I saw could be best summed up in one word, and that word is joy. Mm. Joy. These little boys and girls could not stop hugging us, could not stop mm-hmm. thanking us for the support that you've helped give mm-hmm. and taking us around and saying, look at my bed. Oh. This is my bed. Mm-hmm. And look, here's my Bible. Here's mm-hmm. my desk where I do my studies. Mm-hmm. They speak English and mm-hmm. they are amazing yeah. they sang and they danced for us and just like my children you know my children be excited look i, I got an a in, mm-hmm. in spelling they were like look 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 she got a handwriting award Come here and see, see this look she's so good in math they brag on each other because they have become a family yeah they have lost a lot of what we consider a family but they have bonded together in a way that is so beautiful and are so supportive of one another and the joy of Jesus Christ comes through them. Mm. They don't take anything for granted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we look around at these homes that they have, and they are they're they're great, but they're sparse. Yeah, and they couldn't be happier. Yeah, they could not be more proud of it.
0: I want you to tell the story about the little girl who just been rescued, mm-hmm. yeah. um, and about how how she was acclimating to this new new situation. Yes. Yeah, she is the newest
1: member um, in this. And how old was Safe she? Safe home. I think she's seven. Her name was Mahek, uh-huh. and they told us about her before we met her. So uh-huh. I kind of had her backstory. Mm-hmm. But when I saw her, my mm-hmm. heart literally melted into the floor. <laughs> so she's really small. I think mm-hmm. her growth is stunted, and they found her because she was out on the street day after day after day, mm-hmm. hours and hours playing with sticks in the dirt. Mm-hmm. With nowhere to go, no shoes, you know, not Mm -hmm. enough stuff to wear. And so one of the Indy Parker partners, workers, went up to her and started to talk to her and um, ended up meeting her mother and talking to the mother. And um, and it was decided. So the mother gets to choose whether or not the child goes to the rescue houses and they continue a relationship. They have phone calls. They can see them. It's not like they're, you know, no longer seeing them anymore but they're just taken to a safe place and so they made the decision that mahek would go to the safe house and so she went to the house she's only been there for like 3 months mm-hmm. so i wasn't sure you know what it was going to be like to see her mm-hmm. Well, when I saw her, she was so happy. Mm -hmm. Her smile never left her face. Mm -hmm. And she was holding hands with another girl who kind of took her under her wing Mm -hmm. like a sister would. Mm -hmm. And they were running around, and they couldn't wait to show me where they stayed and where they lived. And they had, like, little stuffed animals, and they Mm -hmm. showed us their stuffed animals. Turns out she had been there for just a few hours, and they were concerned. You know, how is she acclimating? You know, are you doing okay? Do you miss your mom? She said, I am so happy. Mm. Uh-huh. I am just so happy to be here. Mm-hmm. And she is radiant. Mm. And that's the thing that's, it's, it's transforming their lives. And then, of course, the gospel of Jesus Christ, not only are they safe, but they learn that they are loved by a heavenly father, mm-hmm. that they have a plan and a hope for their future and an eternal future. And so it just, it transforms them from the outside in. And it glows from their face.
2: I can only imagine, you know, kids love to learn. Mm. I think naturally kids love to learn. Not every kid loves school, but they all want to learn and they have that thirst and that hunger for it. So I can only imagine these little kids that, have nothing, literally nothing. If they're if they're in the streets and pl- playing with the stick and have nothing, if they get this opportunity to learn about all these things, because they go to yeah. school too, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, they get an excellent education. Yeah.
1: Which is transformative. They would not be in school any other way. Yeah. No school. Mm. So
2: imagine. Ever. That. Yeah. Because they're so little. I mean, to never have school, I can't even imagine. Yeah. They would have no no vision for. They would have no concept to have a vision for something that they could do with their life other than what, what they, they see. Seen. Yeah. That's exactly
0: right. Yep. Oh, my goodness. Right. Yeah, I right love that.
2: Well, that is why this day is so important and
0: passionate. Uh, we're so passionate about it mm-hmm. because you are truly making a difference through your partnership with uh, India Partners. If you want to be a part of providing days of safety for these children, it's real simple. All you got to do is text the word India. To 800-293-1069. We will send you a link that will uh, allow you to give online. You can find out more information. But we just wanted to come and give you a behind-the-scenes look of Trisha's trip, which I think is so cool that God taught you about freedom on the plane. Yes. And then he's teaching yeah. those girls about freedom, too. Mm-hmm. That we can all live in mm-hmm. freedom. And that is a universal concept that we want you to get here mm-hmm. on the Girl Talk podcast. And so we're very passionate about India Partners. We're excited about what God's doing through that ministry. And we're excited that, that you joined us today for the Girl Talk podcast. So once again, if you want to get more information about India Partners and the work they're doing, text the word India to 800-293-1069. Thank you, Tricia, for sharing with us. We're so glad you're home. We missed you so (laughs) much. I missed
1: you, and thank you again for those prayers. God answered them. It
0: was our pleasure, and we'll see you back here next time on the Girl Talk podcast.